Hello everyone and welcome to Golden Chips. I didn't say welcome back this time, like the first No, we did, we did do a test run and it, you did say welcome back. I did remember that right, this was in it. fact the first episode and nobody would have episode. any idea what we're talking about <laughs> otherwise. It's <laughs> not wrong. It's not no, wrong. How, how are you doing, George? How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I've literally been... I haven't really been doing much, but I can happily say I do have a good PC setup. And that comes off the bat that my sister's moved out, like she moved to my dad's, but she left like a desk there, which is, you know, and I was like, I just like a Friday and I was like, hold on a second, I could use that desk. Like it's a small desk. It's only, And my mum took some screens from her work because she's not going to go back there. They're closing down as a business. 1080p screen. Like I ain't ain't complaining. Um, Put that together. Bought myself a keyboard because everyone was like, like the same width of the entirety of the uh the desk and took my brother's alien workshop no alien workshop's escape brand uh, <laughs> alienware uh like mouse mat that you got a like i don't know a convention already had the game of mouse because i've always had one and had a mic that i bought discounted in like maplins like oh nice yeah rip maplins Rip Maplins, Rip. <laughs> Rip. iconic British Staples. brand. It was, to be fair, the same as Staples. And when I walked past Staples, they had the exact same like closing down decor and such. It was quite weird because I saw that decor, and I know, I know what you're going through, guys. Don't worry. When I worked at Staples, um, but then <laughs> I, I bought a mic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's literally this is what I was thinking. But I bought mics. I had a mic. Uh, had a mic. Uh, like I say, bought a mic stand. It was like seven quid. Keyboard was like twenty. Already had the pop shield. Don't know why. I just had all this. <laughs> just had one there. Happened to. <laughs> I literally did. So that's how it felt because I bought it so long ago. Um, and it, yeah, I just sort of suddenly had this set up for like bare cheap. It just all, it all magically came together. It's like, oh, it's look nice. a desk. So, oh, look a mic. Uh, oh, look yeah. a screen. So exactly. So it's like, it's just nice to now have a place where it's like, like PC I can go. And actually, like proper, uh, not not connect it to my TV and have the laptop on. Uh, sorry, the uh, the keyboard on my lap, you know, and the mouse on the edge of my blooming chair. Like it's just, it's not really. That's not a setup. <laughs> yeah, I but remember I mean, your old setup, and oh, it was yeah, well, it was interesting helping you. It was what we helping had. you set that what... up. <laughs> yeah, that was, was an endeavor. But hey, it, it worked for then, and then like it's just nice to say, you know, because I do remember telling you, I was like, oh, I'm going to put my PC away now. And you're, you know, as much as you're like, oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, that's for pretty like shocker because it's like you gave me this really good setup. No, I I understood it. You know, it's like you, um, you didn't really have no, like, not so much the means, anywhere, but you so didn't have the need for it at the time. It. And like, because I changed my room, there was nowhere for it. I wasn't really wanting to go on it because of the the shame in a way of knowing how I'm playing it. Um, and it just felt wrong. Like, there's nothing right about playing uh, a PC on a 40-inch screen, is there, you know? Mm. So when I then had that moment in my head, like, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I was so happy to get out. I literally woke up at, like, 9 o'clock the next day, which is, you know, I woke up at 12 today. Like, it's a rarity that I wake up that early. But indeed, I did and set it up on that, that, that very Saturday after. And it's the best thing I've done, really. It's, mm. it's so good to have a setup. And then there's just today. It's like I messaged you at like 11. <laughs> get yeah, a message yeah. back at yeah, 1. Yeah, hey, I just woke up. Let me finish my cereal. <laughs> yeah, boy. Literally, I was literally still in bed when you mess- when I woke up. And went, oh. well, obviously, I was still in bed. I'd be worried if I wasn't still in my bed. Um, it wouldn't be no, a starting definitely. out podcast without just a sheer, <laughs> utter lack of planning. 
I should have just done it. I should have just done it from my bed. You should like, have just done it from your bed. Just like I'm still hearing like the cereal in the background. Yeah, hearing the cereal in the background, a few rustling from the bed sheets. Yeah. What's going on? A little bit of know, rustling. Bed, so, I've been oh, called. Oh, just going downstairs work. to the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, Making what's myself a cup it? of tea. <laughs> now I remember with your um with P- with the PC and, and I mean setting it up was a challenge, but. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think I ever some... told you this, but um, do you oh. remember when it was beeping? When it was beeping just, for like a I good minutes? I just remember all these minutes. issues. Yeah, yeah, I just remember all these issues. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you just kept spamming the keyboard and things were working. I was like, ah. <laughs> it's like so for context on um uh on some motherboards on PCs. It's like you How get am I only the... finding this out now? <laughs> 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 on some motherboards on PCs, you get uh either like a little speaker or a little LED that responds like right. if there's an error. So it'd be like if the yeah, CPU yeah. isn't incorrectly, if the memory isn't correctly. Okay. And we yeah. just had we just had this beeping that was constantly going mm. off right. anytime yeah, yeah, we yeah. tried to boot the thing. And for a good 10, 15 minutes, I was just looking at it in utter confusion. And then I saw the RAM sticks were looking a little high. <laughs> and I, mm. I just, I crack up thinking every time about this because I realized that we had been oh. sitting there for 15 minutes with the memory yeah. in the wrong way round, wondering oh, why it wouldn't yes. boot. I never told you this at the time because I was so you, embarrassed. You, you, I, I was so I embarrassed. Like, I was like, what, what was wrong with it? And you're like, oh, it's just, just. I, I tried. I it. tried to brush it off. <laughs> I tried to brush it off. Like, it's like, like you know, oh no, it was. It was just enough, a, the connection. Is like a bit yeah, dust got caught. Enough, one of the yeah, pins. You could, you, could literally, you could have literally told me that it's like, oh, you know, software. And I don't like, want to oh, look like enough, a dumbass. Nah, but the thing is, I don't know enough about. I could have said it was the memory the wrong way, but like, bro, I don't even know where to put the memory. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just take for granted there is memory on there, which mm. that's fine. Nah, no, I do. I, that, that was now that I know that that was quite funny. That's really <laughs> I just, I couldn't, I couldn't live with myself for like a week. Yeah, I just <laughs> for a good week, I just looked at my own PC just in shame. Just, you, Never just, the same. Just look at the memory and think, how this is one, this should be one of the most simple parts to put in, and I cocked yeah. it up. I somehow managed I to cock it up. One, if I could make one adjustment, and this could be something that you could teach me on how to do to the PC that you've given me. I don't know how possible it is. Mm. I do want a disk tray. <laughs> you amount of time. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. Yeah. amount of time that I'm like going into CX and I'm like, because you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm right here. Because again, when I was a kid, I used to play PC a bit, but mm. it wasn't really the PC. Like I do remember, firstly, actually, do you remember, do you have stuff in serials? Oh, sounds a bit right. No, do you remember like the Bionicle ones? Like the serial, serial boxes you know the Bionicle, and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm thinking of the Bionicle ones. You've got the mini, mini little disc. You put them in, you got Anyway, I, I, I just remember though, disc trays and that, obviously, that you put the game in, but you don't actually need the disc in the tray. It just downloads it. Mm. It was such a pointless thing, but obviously, you go to you, the, the go to is like Steam and that, and it's like, okay, that's fine. But like, it's also quite expensive. Yeah. You see a lot of. I walk past CX pretty much all day, all the time. Mm. You just circle around. You just go like. You circle. <laughs> you have, it's my place, that man. is your it's life. Just place. walking around it the CX block. Whenever there's a C, you know how like people, you have to go in somewhere. Like you just have to. Mm. That's me and CX. It's like if you if you <laughs> you've know, got my, to. My you mom, always have that one absolutely, shop. Yeah, my mum absolutely loves Asda, and I'm pretty sure if she saw every Asda, she'd be like, "Oh, let's just pop into Asda." I don't know why. Don't ask. <laughs> but like. I'm the same with CX, and I could look at the same games and like just. I even sometimes go on. Um, I make a like a mental note of what games are on 
CX like near me. So like, if I've got a game, I'd be like, oh, where can I buy this? And I'll do near near me. And if it's Tunbridge Wells, Maidstone, or Tunbridge, I'm like, set, brilliant, love that. Hmm. So it means I can actually go out my way and get it. But now I do see a lot of pieces. Like, well, can't really do much with them. Hmm. But then some of them are like pretty nostalgic sort of games. I'm like, oh shit, no way, that that, that exists. So yeah. something to maybe upgrade. My upgrade won't be graphics wise. It would just. <laughs> Yeah. no no i mean i know that's um they use discs a lot for old pc games especially yeah. for um like copy protection is i remember i was trying yeah. to get uh underground 2 set up and oh wow oh god uh, yeah. one of the things that... about it is like some of the ea games before they started mm. having like drm protection like in built because yeah. it was yeah. it went discs it went discs it went serial yeah. keys as in, like, you'd get the oh, yeah. box and you'd have, like, a 25-digit code to yeah, activate yeah, yeah, your yeah. game to make sure that you can, like, just take the disc from someone and just steal it, essentially. And then, yeah, obviously, now we're in, like, an online age yeah. where everything has got digital rights management, everyone's got protection. Exactly. But, no, one of the things that used to be the case with a lot of old games, like Underground 2, mm. what I was trying to set up, is that you have the game disc, but yeah. then you'd have a second disc that you'd have to put in to verify it. Right, that was the case. Yeah, actually, to be fair, I remember... Yeah. It's like you try and boot the game. Like, it would download the game off the first disc, and then when you're trying to boot the game, it said, please insert disc two. Yeah, 360 did that um, on GTA. They had two discs. And I remember um, Mm. there's a game called... Oh, is this Star Wars Rebel? It's exactly the one I had was Star Wars Rebel Assault 2. And that used to play, it played on two discs. So you'd play on the first one and then you'd literally get to like this checkpoint on the, on the, the game. And it'd be like, please insert discs too. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's too. so bad. I mean, don't mm. even get me started. Cause there were like, there were PS2 games that yeah. were run like four discs. I think it was like one of the final fantasies had four discs to it. Oh dear, no, I that's... cannot remember. I know, which one, I, know I know rage, the rage on the 360 mm. had three discs. It was ridiculous. No, it I think a lot of games like that, though, I think it's a case of the game is so big, especially on the later yeah. gen, like on the it. later now titles. It, it, no, but I mean, gen, it, on, but like, on like next gen titles, the discs are so large that they have that yeah. you still have to do a download on next gen, right? Because mm. I, oh, yeah, I don't have an Xbox, I don't have an Xbox One or PS4 or any of the new gen consoles. The download thing annoys me, right? Because for example, it's better but annoying because any game that you ever put in. You have to install it, even if it's like a, a backwards compatibility game. It has to be installed, which is better yeah. in a way because it goes off a server. It doesn't necessarily. I, I could be wrong on this, but I think it goes more off like an online server than it does the disc. Um, and there was only the only way that would be a safe haven uh, on previous consoles, the Xbox 360, would be that if your disc is like I remember my Modern Warfare 2 disc was absolutely scratched to bits. Like I don't know what happened to it. Like you know the the plastic rim bit that sort of breaks up the you know, oh, you've yeah. got the rims on the plastic. You've got the one in the middle, which obviously sits in, sits even on the CD player. Or yeah. Sits you've just got there. that little bit that... in the middle, and then you've got the actual yeah. written data on the yeah. disc. Yeah. The so edges. you've got that bit in the middle, a little plastic bit. That was smashed. Like, that was, like, cracked. Don't know oh what God. happened, How? honestly. I don't know. I don't know if I was bought like that, you know, because when I first bought it, my brother was like, you're not playing it. You're not ruining my KD. And I was like, all right, get over yourself. But I don't know what happens. But you could install the games on the 360, and it would then use the installed version of that. It wouldn't re- like care what the disc is. It would just think there is something here that I recognise. Oh, but you've got it on the 
on the console okay we'll play it through there and that's the one good thing about the newer console the uh, xbox one and the ps4s and the series x is that you don't need you need the disc because it, it tells you the game it tells the console that you have it but you don't if it's broken it doesn't really change too much it sometimes can i have had it where it does but it's it sort of works does it it's just the palaver of installing when you mm. just want to play the game you can't yeah. just put the game in now and play it yeah i think how uh, it works with um back compat is that essentially it downloads a mirror like of yeah, the game onto your hard drive yeah it's, really it's got a, it's got an inbuilt emulator yeah like you can bring you bring up the 360 dash on it and you can adjust and change things through the 360 dashboard that you can do on the 360 it's really i still think really that's so cool clever. though i think that's so cool like the that, fact yeah. that they they yeah. they put in the dashboard and everything not just like oh if you mm. hit the xbox button it just it just reveals you're in an xbox one no they put the proper dashboard oh yeah back in 100 i just i it. love oh, that yeah. i love that but no it's to sort of circle back circle mm. back to topic it's i find it funny that you've got <laughs> you've got all the pc finally set up and everything yeah, considering yeah. that you somehow managed to get a series x and can i just mm. ask how how <laughs> the hell did you manage to get a series x do you want do you want the full story yeah hit, lay like, it on me lay it uh, on me man uh, so i need the story because that been, is an achievement uh, that is got an achievement. oh my god it first got released at like god uh i woke up it, they all got released I can't remember when they all got released. Either way, they all got released on like another day. So I woke up and it like they all sold out instantly. And I was like, are you kidding me? That's fine. I mean, I was up. I was eight o'clock. I wouldn't expect so much. And then it got to the point where I was like, well, I'm not fussed, you know, because every time I've had the, free, the, the, the Series X, it's always been after sort of Christmas, my mum and dad would get it for me. So I've never had it this early or did have it this early. So it wasn't really an issue for me. You know, give it, it was about a month later. So the ones that I was going to order were would have been given to you, they would have been December. Um, and then on the, I think it was the 24th of November, that, that suddenly, I, I, was, I was fast asleep. So mm. I, I got a phone call from my mate, uh, which I ignored. I deliberately put it down. And he then started spamming me on like Snapchat going like, wake up wake up now wake up there's xboxes and i was like what the hell like i am still asleep like i i'm not even like i pretty much wake up when i get in the shower you know and so i'm there i go to just try and wake up you know because now i'm up <laughs> so i'm sitting on the loo and I, i'm literally just scrolling through game and i'm seeing all these xbox series x's and i'm like what is going on and the further, like the higher ones, you the higher up, it's like the bigger the bundles. I'm like, I don't want a bundle. And James was my, he was like, my mate was like, oh, I've got, I've got one in the basket for you anyway. And there was a fat waiting list. I waited for like ten minutes. I was still in the loo, like just sort of scrolling through. <laughs> and I eventually found one that was like, and I don't know how I did this because I, I don't know what was going on. I was like, I said, I was still asleep. But I remember I was. Um, I was scrolling and I found this one for like five, five, oh, something, 540. Okay. Yeah, like 550 you know quidditch. Yeah, I was like, no, it wasn't even the fact I wanted it. I just sort of went, screw it. Let's see if I can get it, you know? <laughs> um, so I clicked it and I clicked it and I waited and it waited. And then it just went, thank you for, thank you for purchasing. Here's the confirmation. I went, no. What? And I was, like I said, I've just finished my poo. Like I, I'm not, I'm not at all <laughs> sure what's going on, mate. Oh my god. Mum's room. Finished. Oh, you know, no. I'd walk into my mum's room. You know, but uh, I finished what I was doing. I went to my mum's room and I went, 
Mum, just read this for me. She was like, George, I can't say it out of my glasses on. I was like, I'll read it out for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I read it for her and I just said, it says, thank you for purchasing, or this is your confirmation. Let's say purchasing, I might have. But like, this is your confirmation for sure. It's like, this is your confirmation uh, for the Xbox Series X. And I was, I was a bit like, for a good half an hour, I just sort of sat on the edge of my, like, on my bed, like, How? this has to be a joke. This has to be a joke. Yeah. I'm waiting for the email to go like, April Fools or something. And yeah, I'm like, it's like you're, in error, your on? order's been cancelled due to an error. Right. Exactly. Um, but lo and behold, no, no, it didn't. And on the 23rd of December, um, very early in the morning, about eight o'clock, knock on the door, and brother wakes up, answers it. Um, I'm woken up from this. I go downstairs, it's a box with my name on it, and there is the darling. Uh, Series X with the controller. That was the extra, uh, why the extra price. But it felt good because I didn't overspend. Like when it first came out, I was going to buy a all the extra gubbins, like a hat, a t-shirt, mm. a blooming tea maker. I don't know. I didn't want that. Like that was at the time. It was more the ideas. Like, I've got it. The Xbox One, and they did the first one. It, uh, the first day release, there was a controller which said Day One Edition. Yeah didn't do that with this one so there wasn't really a point when i thought more about it like yeah you're not getting anything exclusive no no you're, you're just oh, like got... having the privilege of getting it feels yeah, like i've got a hat oh wait no i don't because yeah it's not an exclusive thing um, prior though i did get it and annoyingly it wasn't really worth it because <laughs> really? everything's been delayed because of covid yeah so there's not many proper games you can play like it is getting better this year has proven that there are some good Series X games and optimizations happening, but they promise, like, Halo Infinite was meant to be a day one release. Like, you've literally, on the box, you've got Halo Infinite. There is no Halo Infinite yet because it's been delayed. Yeah. So it's obsessing for that world of gaming, but it's also quite... It's It means that they don't release a game that was Cyberpunk, for example, where you had to play it on the Series X. It was a good game. I'm not slating it, but it was so, somewhat unplayable on the Xbox One. And it, yeah, it, I just still have no idea how I got it, but <laughs> I'm very chuffed that I have. And it sits happily next to my TV. Um, and it's just nice also to experience, at the time, to experience 4K gaming. Mm. Um, but also now I've noticed it doesn't really change to me. Like I can't see the 4K because I'm so used to it, if that sounds quite probably sounds quite snobby but like <laughs> no i do get that i do get that right? definitely when it first when i first did it when i first like booted up valhalla on the um on the series x i was like, oh my god look how stunning it is i go on it now i'm like this game looks like a xbox one game like it just looks like a game it doesn't look there's amazing. nothing that screams next year no, no in that sense it, yeah yeah i think that's gonna be the upset. case for a while though i think it's gonna be a case mm. of it's like there's gonna be a lot of cross-gen titles just because nothing like they can't get enough of the consoles out that's it so there's going to be it. a lot of cross gen so it'll be like mm. it'll be built on not specifically for next gen but it would say like yeah. oh yeah if you've got next gen you've got like a performance mode like a 4k mode or something mm-hmm. or like 120 fps mode but yeah, i think for a it. while just because they can't get enough of the things out that it's going exactly. to be stuck in a limbo for far longer yeah. than yeah. like what we saw with the 360 and the one that was yeah. Like, you had a few cross-gen titles. Oh, that was an interesting era. But, but I, I think that one was more yeah. beneficial. Mm. I don't know. The, the, the reason I think also why this Series X isn't worth it is because when you to Xbox One, you had to get the Xbox One. You had to. Because if you didn't, you know, it's the same when they went Xbox to Xbox 360. 
and then Xbox One. Like those, that era, you had to upgrade if you wanted the better get version. But yeah. with this one, you can quite easily stay on the Xbox One for ages. There is no difference because you're finding a lot of the time they'll upgrade and optimize the game, but you've got to pay extra for it anyway to be on the Xbox One on the Series X. Sorry, the Xbox One version is the cheaper one, so you're sort of somewhat getting con sometimes, but somewhat not. Mm. Um, so that's what I mean. Like you don't have to upgrade to the Series X. Like it, it's it's a very they. I can see what they've done. They want to keep it all like. The, the gaming industry's only increased since the Xbox One and all that. So, yeah. and with all the cross plat and everything through PC. Yeah, they want to keep it somewhat uniform. They want to keep it uniform, exactly. They want to keep it, you know, in some sort of community, which I get, but it does sort of, it hasn't decreased, but it could quite easily make people like lose faith, be like, mm, was that worth it? Yeah. Because um, I know I was, I'm, I'm, I, I definitely have double. For it, but I'd still play it. Obviously, it's the console I have. But I put the Xbox One away because I don't need it. Yeah. It's literally the same interface. It's the same look. Oh, you got dynamic backgrounds actually. So that's different, isn't it? That's so mm-hmm. worth the money. <laughs> but like, Jen got five hundred quid for wallpaper di- engine. Hundred percent. Um, but like with the three sixty, you cannot on the Xbox One unless it's through a backwards game. You can't just randomly bring up the 360 console i mean i think you you used to be able to through the tv app but who does that yeah yeah i think just because of how things are at the moment i mean like you can play every xbox one title on the series x right so it it basically it essentially replaces the one but it's not a proper next next gen like a leap just because there's nothing tailored for it xbox one's games that you do put on like put in every game has a ai auto hdr so oh. i did boot up uh xbox indiana jones game that was given for free on games of gold which can i just say games of gold is trash recently <laughs> has been trash for so long I don't know what they're oh, doing. Yeah, i haven't got it i've just been pc and i never had a one yeah. so i, I haven't had games for gold it, in ages when you compare it though to like ps4 it is Gust or PlayStation is like they're getting like Modern Warfare remastered free, and then we're here out getting like Slime Ranchers, and you're like, <laughs> oh, okay. okay, Slime Rancher, yeah, Slime Rancher. That, that was a good, that was a good example. I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking like, yeah, but you're talking like triple A versus sort of poker, like a lot poker smaller. stuff, right? Well, kid wants to play a poker game <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, anyway, so I load considering it's an Xbox original. Yeah. Good, like it was a good like like hdness if that you know to it like it did look pretty it looked like uh someone could make it in nowadays and sort of go this was a, a homage style to what it was and you'd be like yeah fair enough because it's still got that sort of crispiness of the hd but it's still quite old looking yeah um so the auto hdr does do a lot of older games justice sometimes more so than the optimization games that have done by proper people because in a way, it the AI just picks out bits that it needs to improve, and it's all done on a computer. But then, compared to someone actually going out of the way and like shading, think the shading over there might miss. So then you've like, oh, oh yeah, you know they've te- they've properly found the other where yeah. the AI will just pick up pick up all of it. Um, so sometimes the auto HDR does it a lot more justice. That's a, a good thing about the series. That's X. cool that it's giving all a bit of a glow up to older games as well. And I yeah, mean, that's, that, that's one thing I'll has. definitely give to Xbox is that 
like yeah. their Xbox Play Anywhere and the whole smart delivery yeah. thing. So like you That's get the free good. upgrade. That's one thing I can yeah. definitely tip my hat to Xbox for. Yeah, no, exactly. They're getting. I think I don't like console wars. Um, mm, I, yeah, I didn't want to say. I didn't want to say yeah, that because I'd be worried I'd set off the console wars. I'm not. I'm not a fan. I don't care for it. Like, I don't care for console wars. Like you play, it's like play what you want to play. Mm. Uh, if I could afford all of it, if I literally could have a PS5 or PS4 or original play, you know, any of these yeah. consoles, I definitely would. Like I still want to play Spider Man. I still want to play the Last of Us exclusives where I have to think about. All right, I've got to go a different console to play it but it's it's no it doesn't mean the console no is no better at the end of the day it's it's a console in the saddest Mm. sloppiest sort of way it is just a console get over yourself there's no need to argue about which one's better because they're like each has their merits each has their merits yeah exactly but no i definitely don't Mm. agree with console wars i just think it's it's i've all i went from basically was the first console on my play set let's say yeah so so you had the 360 on it you know if my friends were on ps5 or uh i'd be on that you know but they're not so because yeah. of 60 I think, sorry i think that the main factor is one what you want to play and two where your friends are it's yeah. like i it's like I for the old gen is that i was like i've pretty much it's safe to say that i've been xbox all the way through shot for ps2 because yeah. i had original xbox yeah. i had a 360 i, I skipped the one um mm-hmm. and i was looking at a series x but with a pc it's doesn't really make that much sense to me especially no, now that pc is essentially getting cr- like I- identical releases with yeah, consoles. you're basically yeah you're basically you can play console play on yeah no i agree yeah. with that on, on the and even on you're PC. even getting some playstation games coming to pc like i think um yeah, I uh what was it it wasn't was it beyond two souls no detroit become human and beyond two I'm souls sure, and detroit i think heavy rain be- as well i think they all I, came to pc I do think Xbox care more about making a community than PS PlayStation, mm. but I think that's just assumption at this point. Yeah. I don't really know. I think but that's from what of, I've seen. Yeah, I think that's just because quite... they have PC as well, though. Yeah. It's like the fact yeah, that the they've got the PC market as well as part of the console market. PlayStation have always been a bit like, no, we don't want back. We don't want. Yeah. Uh, I get that as well because like, they were market leaders last gen. No, definitely. Well, because they the Xbox messed up when they did the Xbox One, they messed up massively. They were like, "You can't mm. share games." Like thinking back to you know, saying about the piece at uh, the um, the marketing was a PC disaster games. without a doubt for the Xbox oh, One. But God. they really they wanted to focus more on TV and yeah. ever other governments. It's like, hold on. What made me laugh was PlayStation's tag for the players. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know that was a kick in the face to Xbox. Oh, you know yeah. it was. There's like Xbox, they try to focus on like essentially making it a media box rather than a console. Yeah. They wanted it to be yeah. multi-purpose. To which everyone exactly. replied, "No, we buy a console for the games. We got a yeah. skybox or whatever for the rest games. of the media. We buy a disc. That disc becomes yours exclusively. Huh? Mm. Are you joking me? Well, yeah. I can't go couch surf with my mate and, and play the game. No, right? Yeah, <laughs> that was definitely a kick in face. But they have turned it around. I don't remember the uproar of that." But I do remember existing, I guess. Yeah, I somewhat get that. Like I said, I've been Xbox all the way through. So, yeah. like, I had Xbox original, 360, skipped the consoles. Because yeah, yeah. uh, oh, from okay. that point on, I got PC. And short of having, yeah. like, a PS2 or a Nintendo 64, I, had PS2. Like, I pretty much lived on Xbox. But still, if I, if I was asked, I want a brilliant example of storytelling in a game, I would tell you to get yeah. a PS4 and play God of War. Because that that's a beautiful My. game and... I, I have had the privilege of playing it and my oh. god like I 
that game moved me. Honestly, that game yeah, really moved yeah. me. But Isn't that like with all the? It was like boy. Yeah, dad of boy, the alternate dad title, boy. dad of boy. The I cannot wait for the part. the second game to come out for the PS4 yeah. and five. I think I think Mortal Kombat had an exclusive Kratos like character. I think it was uh, Mortal Kombat yeah, Nine. Yeah, I, I think it was. Yeah, it must have been Nine. Yeah, yeah I remember having people one, were an exclusive number character. Nine, but it wasn't. It's only because. Came out and it was oh, is it number ten? <laughs> yeah, my dude. Um, <laughs> fighting games are notorious for just having the weirdest cameos. I remember Soul well, Calibur Four had Yoda in it, and Darth Vader. That's... Now they've got um, the Witcher in it as well. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I just remember yeah. playing at my like when I was younger. Any time I go to my grandparents' house, and I spent a lot of time at my grandparents' house. Yeah. My uncle would set me up with his three hundred and sixty and just leave me yeah. there for hours. I would always yeah. pick Yoda because he was yeah. too short. Yeah for any of like any high strikes to hit so i would just pick yoda and just crouch and they they wouldn't hit me unless they would do like a load strike it was so stupid the best um exclusives to any oh yeah fighting game if your if your game doesn't have yoda what are you doing back to the drawing board don't even come at me smash Smash bros Bros needs yoda can we get yoda for smash can we get that training He <laughs> need Yoda here. and Smash. Everyone's Everyone here. is here. But oh, do you know they've got Steve on there now? Minecraft Steve is yeah, a cool character. I know. I've been I, I've been That's getting good. back into it somewhat and it's so oh, weird just looking at the character oh, roster now. I'm sort of waiting for the character roster to finish mm. it all. Like, I think I've got what so what, like, three more characters? Two or three? I swear there is so many um what's the game that Ike's from? Fire Emblem. Oh, there's so many Fire Emblem characters. I didn't realise there were so many. I mm. only played Ike because he's OP sometimes. Like, he's just heavy. I don't care for Fire Emblem personally. Mm. And there's Fire Emblem. Oh, my God. Every roster, you just see Fire Emblem. It's, like, brilliant. I, I get it to an extent. But at the same time, it's like you've got... When you've got multiple characters from the same game... Like, I think there's three characters from Fire Emblem Awakening. Yeah. And just think, at what point is too much? At what point... Could you have spent that rostering elsewhere? I mean, I get it because exactly. it's supposed to be the game that has everyone because they changed around a lot of the characters in the older games about which Fire yeah. Emblem characters were in there because oh, okay. what Fire Emblem was the newest at the time, what one so was they, the most known. So, the time so they had to have everyone in that game. It's like when you add more Fire Emblem characters as DLC, you think, ah, come on, man. Yeah, no, I, I get what you mean. I'm still uh, amazed about your you managing to get the Series X. I'm not sure what I'm amazed by, actually. The fact that you got it or the fact that you got it on the loo. I, I don't know what to say uh, to that. Yeah, I'm more... Yeah, I'm impressed. It's like I just remember you, it being a you dream. You managed to get that real. on the loo. I'm... I'm astounded. You need a trophy or something. It's just like, yep, I bought this on the toilet. What are you going to know about it? My mate got it it day one. Like, my mate literally got the day one version. Like, he was playing it, like, almost just under a month before I got mine. It was, you know, I don't know how he did that either. It was absolutely... It was was quite surreal. I can't describe how I felt when I got it, but it was very surreal. It didn't feel real (laughs) at Mm. all. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm... I, I'm happy, like I say, I was happy, but I'm also somewhat there. Yeah, yeah you're conflicted because it. it isn't. It doesn't. It isn't worth it yet. Essentially, it's like it's that quote where it's like from. Uh, if you ever watched Dodgeball, the uh, true underdog story, would have been classic. ages ago if I did. There's this quote on it, which is somewhat relevant. Where it's like necessary. Is it necessary to drink my own piss? No, but I like the taste because it's sterilizing. <laughs> I just said it because it was a funny quote. But meanwhile, <laughs> necessary. Was it necessary to get the Xbox Series X? No, but I like the fact that I've got it. Yeah. In somewhat. 
Mm. Um, I think that's going to be that way for a while. It. it was. It's not necessary. It's not worth it until things stabilize. But it's like you've you've got it. You made it. Yeah. So you don't yeah, have I've to worry it, for it. a while. It's crazy though. Right. Like how yeah. we're even in this situation. Like yeah. nobody's I mean, able I'm to get I'm anything. Waiting on Hogwarts Legacy. Like that game has been teased by like Rocksteady by so many for like five years now. Mm. And we're finally, yes, getting it. And it's being distributed by no better than Avalanche Studios, the ones like behind Just Cause and um, all of that, mm. and Mad Max. So I'm so excited for um, Hogwarts Legs yeah. 2022. It's, I mean, out it. it's like delayed July. games, eventually good and all that. I'm talking about hardware. It's like I've been waiting for a graphics card. I've been waiting on the 3080 for literal months, and I'm still on position like 1,000 where I ordered it from. Yeah. I yeah, it's it's an absolute shambles. It, you did want you you have been waiting for so long. Yeah, for it. It's crazy. It's just been yeah. it's been it, an absolute mess. In all honesty, like I I don't put distribution. Mm, I just like to say I don't put any blame on like the retailers because they right. were essentially shafted. A lot of yeah. it just falls on like the hype was so high for like the Series X, PS Five, yeah. all of the graphics yeah. cards it's and it, everything. The hype was so high. All released at the and same then, time as well. Mm, yeah pretty much and, and and what i hated more as well we've got a lot of people buying them but not necessarily wanting them mm. if that makes sense they'll buy them to resell them to make bank and it's like okay you're just stripping someone from actually getting it you know ruining yeah. essentially ruining a kid's christmas because he can't oh, you know yeah scalping is like scalping's been an absolute mm. it's been the second worst pandemic yeah in a way time. it has it's been so sure. messy like mm, if you I agree. if you're if you scalp i'm not mad i'm just disappointed I'm disappointed. That's what I said. I'm, I'm not mad at these people. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough to them, but I'm, it's disappointing that those people are existing and doing what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, because you—it's almost like a perfect storm. You got—you got obviously the pandemic, which is curbing all the su- like supply lines. You got the fact that factories had to shut down for a fair while, mm. meaning that they're essentially behind on production. Because you think right. when it comes to an actual release of any product it starts getting produced far before even oh, yeah. like isn't is announced let alone yeah, yeah, when it's out on yeah. shelves because like they have to build up stock for it cuz obviously it's going to be a big yeah. a big big launch and a lot of the factories because of covid and when that was initially making waves they had to close down so all of that yeah. time like all of that pre-production time was essentially lost and they've been playing catch up yeah. ever since that's it. it and that's why so many games have been delayed and just not being released in their uh, their full potential with so many bugs and everything it's never there's going to be bugs but i've been recently noticing there's been a lot more bugs like cold war what happened with that i mean they had way beyond covid to do it but it's somewhat they didn't maybe finish it tweak it by the mm. time of COVID. so then when it got released it's just a trash game like, i haven't played it i've seen so many issues with it though and it's like cyberpunk obviously everyone knows about cyberpunk and how badly that got released and it's yeah it's no fault to the pandemic unfortunately yeah, if we went on about cyberpunk like we'd be treading on old ground like everyone's yeah. everyone said their piece about that it's like it was yeah. mismanagement nightmare and delays and everything like that um there were no position to release it but i think should into it like mm. people were getting very annoyed to the fact they kept delaying it it's like and this is what happens when you don't delay games so then when hogwarts legacy goes oh we're going to delay it they go okay good and it's like, oh, okay, so Cyberpunk yeah. wasn't good when it was delayed. Oh, okay, that's fine. You yeah, know, it's, it's like just... with any product launch or like yeah. game or anything like that, you've got to balance it out because if you announce something too early, you lose a lot of the hype and not everyone starts yeah. to think, oh, this is just being delayed indefinitely. This is going to be just stuck in development hell. Yeah, you got to balance yeah, it out. And right. I think this is one of the biggest things that Cyberpunk got wrong because obviously they weren't in a release window 
like anywhere near where they needed to be, like no. to be in of the reasonable quality. They, they, at point they did, and then they realised they weren't. So they were like, okay, we'll work on it. it and it, when it got, it was king, but it wasn't. Like, they blamed themselves, but I don't think it was their fault personally. But then it could have been. Yeah, they did. Maybe they did overhype it. It was very yeah. It's uh, it's not so much they overhyped it as that they overhyped it too early. It's like I get true. if they had if they had given it more time in the oven and more importantly if they hadn't led people on in terms of the release date. Like they announced it far too early to be ready in the time that yeah. they wanted. Because by the time that they would have delayed it to the point where they're happy with it, all the hype would have died. Everyone would have just. Can you imagine if it they off. released it when? their original release date was oh no like quality that would be and like the the oh my god because it mm. it was playable like i played pretty much most on xbox one the unplayable version on xbox one it wasn't awful i didn't come into too many bugs it just didn't look great it yeah. looked a bit off you know um the occasional weird bug but like overall it still played it just you wouldn't look at it and go oh this is the next gen oh okay cool but yeah. if they released it in the original release date the state of that that would be in i think would be i don't know i, I, I think, think that would have been i think that would have been then, like a abhorrent that would have been borderline lawsuit territory i think i think that would have been borderline lawsuit territory i mean hell they are i think they are going through lawsuits right really? now oh bless them mm. yeah i know P- P- ps4 when it got released and that they took it off the marketplace okay P- yeah they took it off the marketplace and offered refunds to get back on topic i don't envy any of the like the retailers for who are selling like series x's and graphics cards because they're getting shafted just as much as everyone else's they're at the mercy of the couriers and supply chains who at themselves are at the mercy of foundries that are massively months behind because of covid they have to shut down and not to mention chinese new year factories usually shut down for three to four weeks so it's not going to get any better there's too many products at a time where there's too little chips, because you got to think. Yeah. Like, do you, do you know how foundries work? Not really. Okay, no, but the short the short version of it is is that you've got these production lines of chips. They're put on wafers, and okay. the success rate isn't always a hundred percent. So, say you had a wafer, right. like a circular wafer that had a hundred CPUs on it, for example. Yeah. But thirteen yeah. of them are defective, and you think of how okay. many over the lifetime that's why they have such a large pre-production run i think is just because like until like you mature the process over time so like as you get better and as the process matures you get less you get less errors you get less defective models it's the fact that there's so many products it's like if i use a company as an example amd right so they've like their foundry space for tsmc one of the foundries responsible for pretty much all of them silicon in like so like iphones cpus gpus like they they have a lot of clients but in in just amd's allocation of foundries alone they've got to make cpus gpus they've got to make all of the socs for the consoles as well because they're they're powering both the playstation and the series x not to mention all of their old products as well i just listed the new products they've still got to keep production of their old products yeah so they're pretty hard worked (laughs) yeah it's just like at the end of the day i mean even even car manufacturers like tesla have had to put a two-week hold on the production of their model 3 because they can't get the chips for their ecus and and all the components all the electrical components they can't get them that's how badly the shortest runs and then when you get with that it's it's increased prices as well yeah no it's it's no no one's fault really if anything, it's the consumer's fault for overdoing the expectation. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's a fault. Sometimes. Of... I think it depends the company. 
well, yeah, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the, company is, the company has responsibility to actually deliver on promises. It's like, I'm going to harp on right. NVIDIA here. It's that they had so much hype for this product and promised availability. Like, they delayed, I think it was the 3070 and the 3060 yeah. to promise that they would have much better availability. Comes yeah. to the 3070 yeah. and the 3060 launch day, still sold out within the minute. Really? It's It's Jeez. things like that. It's... Just yeah, having yeah. as good of a product as it is, you have a responsibility when it comes to actually delivering on it, be it like managing yeah. hype or tempering expectations. It's like they yeah. said, just look, we're we're at the mercy of our foundries. The foundries are severely behind compared to demand. Mm -hmm. I could pick a bone on NVIDIA. I I still yeah, hate their yeah. decisions, but yeah, there <laughs> a lot of it is just at the mercy of the situation. Like if I was if I were in NVIDIA, the last thing I'd want to do was artificially constrain supply because I'm a company. I want to make money, so I want to get as yeah, many of these graphics cards out as possible. They want them out just as much as we do, although for yeah, different reasons. It is situation, but it get better by the time because then when they do, they they'll hopefully like work on it, but like not rush it because they don't want to get it out so quick. They'll take the time that they've lost and use the time mm. to keep going as such. Yeah, um, that's why I think now when you hear about a delay, it's frustrating, but it's more like all right, good. It's yeah. good that it's delayed. All of this going on has made us a, a lot more open to the concept of delays. Yeah, exactly. Um, not you, you sort of expect them, and if a game isn't delayed, you're sort of a bit, okay, you sure? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm. I've had this in my personal projects as well. It's like if like, scope creep is definitely a thing. It's like if you okay. want to add, for a game, if, you want, if I want to add X feature, but X feature is going to take a set amount of time, I have two options. I could either release the game as scheduled, but... Um, put it in a future update or i can say okay i want to make this a more complete product from the get-go i'm going to delay it by this amount of time to make sure this feature set gets in yeah of course yeah 100 mm. percent. and it's the same um, with actual like physical releases if they if they need more time to build up stock i'm usually behind that yeah yeah exactly it's the same with um you know with me i i, I want to genre to uh, another podcast um that i'm on uh a present sort of thing where we do like these sort of similar to like TGF things but like with our own sort of version yeah. on it where they just yeah so like your things. own spin on like yeah, podcasts like, like that like TGF okay yeah so not yeah. even a TGF thing but like it'd be like um, so for example it'd be like Zanscast presents quotable which would be that series and the quotable series would just be adventures just random things we'll do we might go like I don't know Tesco's and just buy Pokemon cards yeah. but there's been a delay on that because obviously COVID so we haven't been able to record or do anything properly because we still need to you know get my mate's camera um, but he then hasn't got his camera because it's at his sister's it's all this thing yeah um and he can't go do and all that he can't go grab it we can't take it we can't record it because obviously COVID, so there's been delays on some projects i want to get pushed forward but i just can't do them and it, yeah it's frustrating i think when we do it'll like when when we eventually can hopefully get out of lockdown like june thing, yeah um touch wood i can only do that yeah. um Touchwood on the lockdown I'm being released going, by then. I'm not going to doss around. I'm going to take every moment I can be outside and do it um, and hopefully just smash out content after content and just enjoy doing it as well. And just because just it's fun, not take it for granted of being going outside now. Um, I think that's possibly partly why some of my things have been delayed and some projects I want to get done yeah. and done. Yeah. yeah, it's like with this podcast, I'd much rather be doing this with you in person, but obviously we can't. Uh, so, there'll be a much yeah. more that 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 will be in the future for sure we will meet up in person we'll have a hopefully we can do that and um 
make it settle somewhat. <laughs> yeah, because not great. only not only is it it feels a lot better, it feels a lot more organic to just have have it like face to face. You just, we bounce, mm. we definitely bounce off each other a lot better. Oh, yeah. oh, it's it's mean, the fact that like just... technical issues. It's like I've had OBS crash on me yeah. twice now. You've yeah. had audio cutouts, but it's like there's not anything that we can really do about that. Which is just, no, it's no, a shame. It's how it will be. It's, it, it it sort of there's always going to be a beginning there's always going to be a a final vision and i think if we keep doing what we're doing we'll get onto that we'll, we will do that final vision yeah. it's early days um i know my internet in this room particularly is trash have you not got it, little it, antennas on i do i do have them but this is the attic room so it's just oh, I hid, see. hidden away <laughs> i see there's nothing i can do like i can't even get an emulator up here because we've already got the emulators downstairs so it's like what you mean like a signal uh, booster yeah is it won't do anything yeah it i is, do see the it is difficult voice connected thing it does go down to orange ever so often which is not what you want yeah but hey that's fine <laughs> as much as i'd love to have like hired out a room in like the local music studio and mm. like just sat down with you and done this so like, we wouldn't have any of these issues but at the same time it's uh, like this is the best that we have in this yeah, in this exactly. situation yeah. and i've seen so many podcasts i've seen so many podcasts that use this kind of format try and get things working but yeah. so the reality yeah, is exactly. like you're at the mercy of the conditions it's like whatever you can yeah. do to get it off the ground like i have a couple podcasts that i listen to but i also mm. take the time to like listen to lesser known podcasts it's like if my it's like my one of my friends who started a podcast i regularly listen to his it's like yeah he has yeah. pretty much the same problems that we do it's like right, doing it over exactly. discord so there's like frequent voice cutouts and you kind of have to piece together what's going on but at the same yeah, time yeah, it's yeah. i have a newfound respect for it just from doing this episode alone and from yeah, being yeah, on yeah. some of their episodes as well yeah i'll link it in the description well. yeah definitely and on like Zancast um, as well. Why not? Yeah, it's, Zancast <laughs> is as well. And it's it if you anyone that does watch it, it's a bit more it's a bit more political. It's not as as you call, I don't know. There's there's the odd occasion, but it's it's not political. It's the wrong word to say. But it, there's harder topics. Um, and it's the sort of thing we started when we were young, but we didn't know how to structure a podcast. And I think doing being able to be put in multiple and also watching finally mm. watching podcasts i've always wanted to do one but not knowing how to do them but watching them i've sort of understood the structure and the sort of you don't just you don't not script it but you don't give time for the topics to talk be talk, spoken about if that makes sense yeah you give it the time uh, to it's, it's like the whole thing about a podcast to me anyway is that you you're in the room with like a group of friends or like two guys yeah. just talking it's like there's yeah. no set structure it's just yeah. yeah you'll have a topic you'll have talking points that you want right. to hit on but yeah. for the most part it's just you're in the room with these people talking and yeah. just yeah. seeing where it goes when we first recorded our first episode um, of zans my mate when at the end i don't know if you when you listened i don't know if you remember him going it's like oh yeah i forgot we were doing that because <laughs> he generally <laughs> finished when we finished the, the video the, the, the recording obviously saying like thank you he was like oh yeah i forgot we were even doing that because he felt yeah it, it just it feels was natural it was and that indeed it, that is how easiest way to make a podcast why it is making it natural and not forced yeah but like he yeah he was a bit he was like oh yeah that's what we were doing i was like yeah yeah it was <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it now quite... i remember why we just sat in a discord call <laughs> yeah um but no i definitely definitely helped funny enough watching podcasts helped me understand how they bloody work yeah definitely uh, makes sense it's like watching a youtube video on how to tie your laces you're not going to know unless you actually watch a video or 
be taught you know i've sort of taught it's like you don't get a so, proper yeah. grasp on it until you do it yourself no but i've all i've always wanted to do it so when i did it originally i was like i don't know what i'm doing i'm so like you know when you have that issue where you're like you find you're like a character obviously like you know the way we are on here isn't at all who we are in real life properly it's all this sort of it's a slight tweak on our original selves mm. yeah you do have a somewhat like you tweak yeah. your somewhat based on where you are like i'm gonna act different around like my family to how i am to my friends to how i am on a podcast for example right exactly so but it's still me yeah, but I found when I did my original one uh, of of, of um, Zans, it was like I was sort of like in this weird trying not to be myself, trying to be someone I'm not, but like it just sort of created this weird like this is awkward, awkward character. And it was like, who is it? Like you, I didn't even want to watch myself. It, mm. it cringed me out. But now I would be able to listen to my podcast or listen to this one and sort of go like, you know what? It, it's just like listening to a conversation I've already had with someone. You know, it's it's not awkward but originally it was very awkward because i didn't want to be myself but i did not want to be this character so it was this yeah it was a mess in there that's because i didn't know what i was doing <laughs> yeah uh, and you find that a lot with you can find that a lot once the camera is on you once you're in that mode you just don't act like yourself and it's like hold on you need to remain that balance you need to find mm. that if that makes sense like as you say you're different around how different around your parents different around the podcasting around your work friends to your outside friends but you sort of keep it the same in a way mm. you know you don't have like a personality crisis mid <laughs> which personality am i going to pick today but you yeah, know what i do hate though you know what annoys me if you, it's like if you had a guest on a youtube video or if you had a guest yeah. on a, a podcast they usually chill with you it's i remember ages ago i had a mate who i did a couple youtube videos with i don't think they're up anymore i took them down i had a mate who was like usually like super chill it's just like hey you want to do this it's like yeah sure mm. just like keep it low key have some fun together you're around mine we'll record this and then yeah, as yeah, yeah. soon as the camera is on the mic is on and we're recording it's just absolute switch of personality it's just yeah, like well, so well calm down calm down yeah, man dude. yeah i know that i'm a bar recorder video doing like a house tour to my mate's house and that is no way how we are in real life we are just literally like very sarcastic mm. on more so on that we are quite um, i'm quite a sarcastic person but like more so on that to the point where it's like this isn't how a normal person speaks but it's still yeah I, I've, I've seen it where you just some people just become completely different it's like mm. another thing that people do is if they don't become excessive over the top to try and always draw attention to the camera yeah. they usually pick a character trait and just crank right. it up to 11 and that yeah, is their character yeah. it's like uh, if you have someone who's mildly sarcastic or occasionally throws a joke in there once the camera's rolling you cannot get like a straight sentence out of them without just uh, <laughs> something sarcastic or just like a slight yeah, in there yeah, yeah. and you just think like come on man you, you don't need to put no, like the, yeah of course the, you tune your personality somewhat but you don't need to force a character yeah, on a camera yeah, yeah exactly i don't know it, it it's 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 nice to know that people want to listen to you just being yourself in a way and not yeah. like a character because that's, you know, if you want to be a character, there's a time you are a character. You you have to be, you know, but the, the podcast, you, that's not the time for it because mm. people don't need to listen to Peter Griffin, you know, unless <laughs> yeah. it's a period. That's one of the things that I've, I've certainly found solace with in terms of when I've been live streaming, when I did that for yeah. a while. Yeah, now that, that college is eases up. up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. now one of the biggest things for me when I was live streaming is that it was it was so confidence inspiring when I realized mm. that to an extent you do play up like you play into the oh, hype a little bit. If there's hype moments, you're going to get excited. You're like yeah, bouncing yeah, your yeah, chair yeah. 
Uh, you, you'll get in the moment, but yeah. for the most part, it's so confidence-inspiring, and that's why I'm fully, I fully support like any of my friends who decide to start streaming is because people watch you for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's two reasons that people watch. They watch you for you, for your personality, or yeah. they watch you like a world champion. It's like if you're in, if you were oh. in esports, if you were in a pro team, then yeah. they watch you for your gameplay. And for like 99% of people, it's their personality that people come oh, for. Oh yeah. When I watch, I don't, don't tend to watch too many live streams. The ones I do watch, it's like usually a person I've been following sort of video wise on YouTube, let's say for a while. When I tune into their like live stream, asking them a question, and then them answering that question that you said is quite like a quite a nice thing. It's like you meet you haven't met them in person, but it's the same as the same question you'd probably ask them if you met them in person. And they've mm. gone, they've said you'll get you know, your your name out. So it's like you'd be like, oh, my my username I go sort of on YouTube would be like Toko. So it'd be like, oh, Toko asks, uh, you know, how are you doing? It's like stupid as that, simple as that. But like, yeah, I'm not too bad. And it's like, oh, he asked it. He that that was my question. It was you know, you felt quite personal. Um, and that's what I like about the stream is like it's live, it's ready, it's it's there and then you know yeah um, it's like having that interaction definitely yeah exactly that's the other thing well, with live streaming is that you've got to have some you've got to have a youtube presence that's the yeah. other thing if you Can't ever want to do, do live streaming have a youtube right. presence like please yeah i'm still figuring it out myself but one thing i've learned is that twitch you don't get discovered on twitch unless it's from somewhere no. else so no exactly have have something on YouTube, even if it's just yeah. stream highlights till you figure out what you're doing. It's like the Shadow Rails. Yeah. I had so much fun with that, even though it was absolute hell to make. Nine, nine second video of literally just like go to my Twitch, mm. make it wacky, make it crazy. At least there's something constantly being uploaded on a platform people are more so to, more likely to discover you on. I completely agree with that. But yeah, it's, uh, the fact that we're in this pandemic has definitely made online a lot more present like online is short of work oh my god yeah it's our only social interaction it's kind of all we've got stocks have boomed up oh, because yeah. of the pandemic oh um, yeah it's uh, like i mean crypto mining that's the whole reason for half of this oh yeah um like i've got i've got shares in amc um Ooh. hoping that will eventually go up i've got some, i did have some shares i did take some losses but i took you know i don't really know what i'm doing yeah. you've got to take your l's with your w's but I do have good friends that are doing it as well, and we're all sort of mm. two of two two of them are mainly the ones that give the information. I don't care enough for the information. I'm putting it in. I'll eventually make some money back on it. Yeah. It's basically it's savings at the end of the day. It's savings. So a lot more but, volatile. Yeah, but... I have no idea how crypto mining works anyway. That's a half the reason why all of the like the graphics cards and stuff is just crypto mining's had another boom, and it's it's frustrating. Because yeah. you know that these things are going to just sit in a mining farm and then right. they're just going to be discarded once mining falls off the deep end again. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like it did before. When the first mining boom happened, I can't remember what yeah. year it was. But after that, you had all of this e-waste, all of these graphics cards that were made with like no display output. Graphics card purely for mining that were just useless. Like you couldn't do anything with yeah. them after that. And it's that's why I'm mad with Nvidia. It's like they've they've made uh, bespoke crypto mining graphics cards, which is a whole other can of worms because it's just oh, as well as all the things that I said before, yeah, with yeah. The, like the fact that it's just going to be useless e-waste after mining settles down after it you've got the other thing of with all of the shortages going around they it's not like they're making more foundry space so that all of their graphics cards like all of their gaming graphics cards get to gamers no they're partitioning right. the space that yeah. they already have well yeah. so where before it was like if you had a set of 100 gaming cards 
70 of those would go to miners and 30 of those would go to actual gamers but that's yeah, like just yeah. that's just down to the purchasing order now no, it's that no. you have this dedicated chunk just for miners so gamers going to get even less it's Actually, it's getting yeah, worse it, it's not it getting, getting better no, and no, it, any attempts to conceal that as like a pro consumer move saying we're getting more ca- yeah. cards in the hands of gamers just no just no <laughs> it's yeah. i get it i hate that i get it because i can see both sides because at the end of the day right. they want to maximize their profits they're a business yeah but at what point does it become okay given this context to be yeah. so brazenly well anti-consumer yeah pretty much you know for sure what makes a good business is your balance of being profit driven and being pro-consumer it's like that balance may vary obviously you've got to maintain profits to an extent because you need to keep your business afloat at what point does that fall out of balance no for sure it's the same with like i don't know if this is similar in a way but like gamestop it Mm. with the stores it did them a lot of justice uh because they've now got out of all the debts and everything because of the amount of people that invested in this dying company but then you've got the likes of some of the companies like robin hood who you sort of stopped people from investing which is is it illegal is it not there was a whole like massive discussion i, I think it's an ongoing forum. legal battle yeah which... i think a lot of time they were trying to protect the um the billionaires in the world who, oh yeah because you, know, you think that they've probably got because of how involved they are in the stock market and how they work with it like all of the hedge yeah. funds and billionaires and brokers they they're going to have investments in each other there's definitely going to be a point where they want to protect their own assets they want to protect their own investors because in that scenario if that's what the market was fighting against it was all of the hedge funds and billionaire brokers but when those brokers and hedge funds are what are keeping your business afloat Mm -hmm. they took that step power that elon musk has on the stock market is insane yeah let's talk about elon musk for a minute he's he's an enigma he's an enigmatic individual Oh yeah, he is great. Uh, I've never not liked him. People hate him, but they can't ever justify why. Yeah, I can understand him being polarizing, but well, I can un- I can't understand people just outright hating see, him. They hate him, and I was, I was, uh, if you were to say it, like to a lot of people, it's like, oh, why do you hate Elon Musk? Oh, well, you know, because just just cause. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, I remember it's asking like... my it's it's he's he's definitely a character i think people just hate him because it's so out of the norm because you think of a position he's in and you think of how people are expected to act in that position sort of very strict very corporate almost like by the book like from a script almost and then you have elon uh, coming in and say invest in dogecoin and you just think what is going on what timeline is this if he invests in amc oh my god Mm. That's all he needs to do, and people will. But yeah, the influence he has is ridiculous. Uh, Someone was signing. He was signing things. He's a lovely man. Like he'd just given them their time, and he did over-explain something. But he's he was signing some things. You know, he didn't have to, but he was because his people found where he was or whatever. And before he gets in his car, someone shouts over. He's like, "Elon, how do you have the power? How do you do this? How do you, you know?" (laughs) He's like, "Once we'd met, he just like smug laughs. It's like." And just gets back into his car and it's like, you beautiful man. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so good. It's crazy how much influence he has, though. It's like, yeah. I remember when, when WhatsApp was introducing their new privacy policy and Elon yeah. like Elon tweeted two words, use Signal. And then their stocks uh, went up like yeah. a really big amount. I cannot remember the percentage for the life of me. But... Quite a funny person in yeah. general. Like, he was not so, like, I remember, you know, do you know uh, his girlfriend Grimes? Yeah. So he, firstly, she does great music. Just want to put it out there. If you like experimental sort of 
it's familiar sound. It's yeah. Anyway, Grimes was live streaming, and there's this beautiful video. I'll I'll um, send it to you. Um, it's a three minute video. You don't have to watch it all. Um, it's only the, those, those that little section. I'll, I'll tell you what to record. But he's he's so cute because he's literally like Grimes is there and he's like going hello hi hi hello hello. And he's like, he's like an awkward dad. It's amazing. He doesn't know how to socialize. So he's there going, hello, hi. And he's like, just like, just one cool him. dad. You just want to hold him and be like, it's okay, Elon. It's okay. You know? Um, no, I think he's simultaneously so in touch and out of touch at the same time. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's the magic. That's half of the magic of him. In the zone, when he's like in financial businessman, it, nothing's stopping him. Mm. But when he's in social mode, he does tend to not know what he's doing but then goes back into like business mode instantly it's really quite bizarre to watch mm. like when you saw him in, like, in the street and he was signing all those things uh for some people one question just made him like know what he was saying and he was like he, he just he, he completely changed like a lot of time people asking questions you would just go i mean yeah man yeah 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 it's not bad yeah uh but now like as soon as they ask him something that he's passionate about he'd be like bah, 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 you know with all the all the right things it's just a dream to meet him if i don't say it would be amazing yeah, to it would meet definitely him. be an experience to meet the guy i remember i how he actually interacts in person i was we were like at one point like oh do you yeah, i hope you do, if you watch this podcast uh you, you hopefully knows who that he that the person watching knows who this is about and he oh god we asked him once like, oh why do you, do you do you believe in elon musk like do you like elon musk and he goes nah don't like him and this is similar to how i was saying like people don't know how to back it up I said, oh, why don't you like him? And he's like, oh, I just, just a bit of an idiot. Okay. And we weren't yeah. annoyed. Like, you have mm. your opinion. And we're like, oh, well, why do you think he's an idiot? Oh, it, it doesn't matter what I say. You, you won't agree anyway. It's like... Well, you, you've given oh, them the platform to explain their opinion. And then because now he's making bank or somewhat trying to make bank off Elon, uh, his opinions all changed. It's like, oh, do you like Elon? Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, he's got good ideas and that. It's like, okay <laughs> yeah but people are always going to like you when you're you're of service to them that's a given that's like they could treat you like absolute shit but if if you're providing them a service like they're gonna like you anyway oh, yeah, just because you're making their life easier another thing that made me laugh as well actually was um my mate put up a poll on his instagram once and it was like uh one of my friends answered it and it was like do you believe in communism and he goes no and then he goes the next question was like do you think billionaires or millionaires should exist and he goes yes believe in communism but you think being it you can't have what you have to have both not communism is it com capitalism communism? yeah I, I was a little bit confused there yeah not i was a little bit confused communism my friend's communist that was interesting she also believed in witchcraft which was also interesting but no yeah i mean capitalism you can't ha you have to have one anyhow you went no to capitalism because yes to billionaires it's like how does that work? <laughs> how, how have you brought that out in your head? Well, if you want to hear discussions about communism, feel free to not watch this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be on discussed on here. At least yeah. join join us next episode. How AMD is making us all secretly communist because their branding is red. If I think the, the more likely place, if anyone wants to listen to communism, uh, is go to the Zanskar podcast because I'm sure we can discuss it on there. Okay. Yeah, we need a we need a plug tally for you, George. <laughs> it's just if you don't get five plugs by the end of this episode, like five but, natural plugs, I will be disappointed. Yeah, it's right. It's not deliberate things, all right. I'm just passionate about <laughs> passionate about what I do. What can I say? <laughs> no, I, I I definitely um think people's mindsets tweak to like you say if people give them a service and how their opinion can change or someone just because they they're sort of essentially using. It's like yeah, some, suddenly when they're doing something to benefit, there's 
Like, yeah. your, your whole tone's changed. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's just how it works, really, isn't it? Yeah, sometimes that is just how it works. But, yeah, to get to sort of get back on, on track with things, it's like, what are, you, yeah. what are you even using your PC for? Obviously, you're on the Discord here, but are you doing much with it? I know you've got your sort of jerry-rigged setup. Yeah, so my cheap setup, um, which cost me like what overall I think cost me about thirty quid when you really put it all together, ex- excluding how much I I bought the um, PC originally or for you mm. from. Mm. Yeah, for context, um, I sold George my first PC when I built my second one. I, I'd still hate him for because he should have charged me a lot more for it. It's not a bad PC for the price he. You know, you know, you know how mates rates work. Rates, man, that ain't mate rates. That's like bro rates, right there, homies man. rates. <laughs> homie rates no uh, <laughs> the homie discount yeah, exactly i think though for like the one of the the nicest things that i have is because i have like uh decent at it, it, time i can just do bits of bobs there um i do want to set up a stronger channel for myself um mm. and have my own platform that i can back up on and um use and there's some brilliant i've got some i've got some good ideas for that and it just generally another place another area of gaming another place of chillness i can go to it's like spice up my experience when i get bored on xbox i can come on pc when i get bored mm. on pc i'll go on xbox it's just another it's just another area of gaming that i can invest in another area of like fun really it's good that i've yeah you have an fun. alternate place for consoles it's like they are mm. they are good and for considering yeah. the power you've got in them they are really good value the downside oh. of that is that they're a one trick they're a one trick pony yeah, right. it's like i sort of understand the stigma of like oh pcs are just stupid expensive it's not worth it but you forget no. that pcs are designed to do everything yeah i mean i'm i'm sort of happy also i've got out of laptops now because obviously now i've got this there's no reason for me to ever really get a laptop because laptops no matter what you do with them they will just inevitably die <laughs> like <laughs> in my experience i don't know what i've done to my laptop but it's dead like that it does it turns on but then it will turn off it makes no sense like it resets itself it does all these weird things error codes galore and i've sent it off to get it repaired and it still has come back with issues i don't know what's happened to it mm. and it's not like I have anything on there that's worth keeping. It's just what's on there is on there. What I don't know of, I don't care about. You know, this is the new setup. This is where everything needs to be at this point. When it comes to, like, what I had as a laptop, I was like, oh, well, what do I need one for college? So I bought a Chromebook. Oh, Jeez. no, Chromebook. But don't get me wrong. A Chromebook, Android is great. But my model is, like, the one before they started putting Android Market on there or Google Play Store. Though I, I can't do shit on it. I can't do anything on it because it's it's so restricted. Do you think like you think an Xbox or console was restricted? Have you had a Chromebook? Yeah. <laughs> I, I bought it because it was cheap and it was at the time it was, you know, good. Mm. But when you've got other things existing out there, it is trash. Honestly, it is awful how bad a Chromebook is. Um and they get away with it. And I don't know how. One of the worst things I've ever bought. Like you cannot do anything on it I'm, I'm surprised actually discord existed on it oh wow like, you actually got discord on it it's definitely not a discord but it's an emulated discord which works mm. so that's kind of sick but like the another thing that i noticed on it was even spotify runs for web route web browser it has an app icon but it's the same as you're making a shortcut you click it and it'll bring up the web browser what's that about you know yeah uh, yeah it, it was trash honestly trash 
So don't get Chromebooks, kids. <laughs> Moral of the story, don't get Chromebooks. Don't get Chromebooks, don't get laptops, spend a grand on the PC. I think that I think where a lot of the, the issues getting a PC is that the initial investment is a, a lot higher. If you just want a game, console is probably better value for you, probably a better choice, go for it. But if you want to get any work done... Don't go for a Chromebook. Yeah, don't uh, go for a Chromebook, whatever you do. That's just that's an no, unwritten yeah. rule. But the, I think a lot of the time when you think about PC, it's definitely an investment. It's never yeah. a, like, you never spend, you can never spend too much on a good tower. Yeah. You know, because if it if if you spend, let's say, if you spend, like, let's say you get, like, a 500 pre-build, I'm pretty sure you can still tweak the pre-build and change things around on it. Mm. But, like, that could last you a good six months. You go, oh, God, okay. And then because you bought that pre-build at, like, let's say 500, that 30 quid extra, you know you're going to get a lot more out of it. But then you're not even considering the 500 because you've already, that's that's in the past. That's what you've spent. You can always get up to, like, I think eventually, like, there'll be a time where oh, I might need to upgrade some bits on yours. But at the moment, I don't play anything crazy, crazy mm. for be necessary if i could ask the one thing i would need to change would be that dish tray as i previously uh discussed or somewhat better wife that's nothing that pc can do so because i play like custom zombies um but I play world of war zombies i don't need to get the black ops 3 version well you can scale it you can scale you your budget and your experience to what you want out of it it's like so, consoles it's a one size fits all thing if you just yeah. need if you just want to play like you say world of war zombies you don't need like an RTX thirty eighty and a twelve core processor. Oh, you, it's like that initial investment. Everyone just thinks, oh, PCs are just five thousand pound rainbow bath boxes of power. But no, they can be five hundred quid if you're pushing it. If you just have like, simple things that you need to do, exactly. You exactly. can scale it exactly to how you want. And it's like, yeah, yeah, the initial investment. That's the kicker. That's the main kicker. It's like so, in mine, I've got a. I've got a 12 core processor. Do I need all those 12 cores? Absolutely not. Do I want no. the security in case I want to jump into other projects? Like if I started doing like 3D modeling or like intense work. Yeah, if yeah. I want that headroom. Exactly. And that comes with anything on on eBay. Currently bidding on a... Do, do you know the difference in AGS-001 and AGS-101? Don't fully. So I think... Am I still the highest bidder? I'm just checking now. I am. And I've got five days left on it. It's currently seventy-one fourteen to my price that I'm going to pay with fifteen quid delivery for a Game Boy. But anyway, sort of off topic. The AGS one hundred one, or the computer in the period sort of near the time of the Game Boy Micro. Um, oh, is it today? like different different SKUs, like different versions? So yeah, it's a different version. But what it is, it's the brighter screen. It's not the Game Boy SP. For it uh, had quite a dim screen, but they weren't as many released so to be able to find one and get your hands on one either they've been refurbished tampered with make them brighter because people can of course they can but it's good when you find one at a price that i found it like they go for about 150 which is a lot for an old console when you think about it yeah just for that reason it's an old console like game boy i'm never gonna get rid of my consoles my dad got rid of my old game boys and stuff like that but i'm not gonna be the one to get rid of them so I've got a Sega Mega Drive and stuff like that because in the future I can show whoever I'm with at the time, my kids maybe, I don't know, anyone, this was a console. This is yeah, what it's we... Yeah, like you have a piece of history. Yeah, so the 150 quid, the 90 quid I might be spending on something is nothing. Yeah, that's that's like a long-term investment at that point. Exactly. Uh, that just makes me think of all the old PS2s um, because you had like the slim version that everyone hated 
which is the one that yeah. I got. Yeah, and like everyone would talk about, oh, like the superior version of the PS2 if you ever wanted to like speed run a game because I was I was very into speed running at one point and I was considering like speed running some of my old PS2 games. Like I think I think I was considering yeah Spyro Enter the Dragonfly. I was going to submit in an actual run for and then yeah. one of the Crash Racing games, Crash Nitro Kart. Like I was looking around and everyone says like, oh, which PS2 do you use? Like, what do you mean which PS2? There was just to, in my mind at the time there was just oh you've got the ps2 and then i actually realized oh there were different versions that actually performed differently the big chunk boys i'm like uh what <laughs> yeah you had like the, yeah. you had like a big ps2 and then you had a slim ps2 and then just i had the, the 360 elite and that's a ugly thing and it's this i need to clean out i think there's like dust in it or something but i need to actually open it up i don't know how because it's Why are you telling me about this how it sounds like a jet turbine yeah, does put the, if i put the godfather game on fucking hell it's about to take off <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, my, my pc does that though as well i haven't adjusted the fan curve on it but it's really if i if i put like a intense application or if i have a couple applications open at the same time all doing stuff occasionally i just in yeah. my right here i just hear just hear these fans spooling up and then just go no, back down instantly same with the xbox uh 360 and i don't know what i know what i think i know what it is because i've seen a video on it but how to open it like how to i think it's like wiki how have a video but like <laughs> jesus a flathead screwdriver pry it open it's like what how have they made this so difficult <laughs> like are you joking yeah. a lot of them just use but... like plastic clips those are the worst. Like, I'd much prefer a screw that mildly messes up the design over, like, a plastic right. clip. Because those are so easy to break. Oh, yeah. They're 100%. so easy. I, I, the amount of times where I've had... I'm so lucky. I, I had to take apart my um, my Switch's Joy-Cons to replace the mm. sticks because they had drift. And the, ima- like, the amount of times that I was just clenching, thinking I was going to break one of these, like, little like plastic catches i was bricking it internally thinking oh god if i break this this isn't going to go back together properly oh geez i i just think like as well no matter how much i spend on any console there will be a time where it becomes it will come let it will be worth less but then it will only be worth more and even if it's not worth more in value of money in the corniest weirdest way it'll be worth more in my own value for it oh, no, my like love a sentimental it. sense right exactly very excited. And if I don't get this one, that's fine. They do this for about 140. I'm just trying to save a little bit of money. Mm. <laughs> Listen, yeah, of course, goes, save money where you can. I think if it goes above the bidding I have already at being about, including delivery, about 90, I will just buy the other one. Then it will be, I know the set price I'm paying for it, not the possibly the, the price I might be like, like you know, I don't, I don't yeah, want like to. You don't want to pay like an inflated price. I'm gonna leave it for five days, and if if I if someone bids me within that five days and over outbids me, then good for them. Enjoy your yeah. enjoy your console. Yeah, like I've got a Game Boy Advance. I've got an, a Game Boy Advance SP. I think yeah. just sort of sitting. Yeah, it's, like, it's still sitting in its box because I don't think I have the charger cable. I think I lost the charger cable at some point. Yeah, it had like the tribal patterns on it and everything, and I loved it to bits. Got the Game Boy Micro. That was a beautiful find because those are more expensive than they need to be. And then, like you've got um, the, the price I paid for was like ninety quid, but they go for they can go for easily for about two hundred quid, and you're like, yeah. And then the condition it's in is almost mint. Ooh. Like the Game Boy Micro is such a wasted opportunity, but it's console because it's just done. It's like a Game Boy, obviously. Very, very exciting. Very good console, and that that will only age more with time. The one upsetting thing with retro sort of gaming is. The CRTVs, CRT, CRT TVs, because they—that's <laughs> a mouthful. 
Yeah, because that but they will deplete in time because there's only that they they can't they're not worthwhile screens. They don't have the LED tech, so they will just break rusting through just general wear. I've bought one, but I know that it's gonna deplete and I know it's gonna break and I did spend about fifty quid on it. But that will be something when I'm in older, hopefully it still works and I can like connect up old consoles to it and properly show what it was like to properly game. Yeah, back I before think we've I, still got a CLT. Um proud to have it out. And I still would be, but it does it would I'd look like a weirdo having it in my room the way it is now. I've sort of changed it up so it just doesn't fit at all. It didn't fit originally. It is one of those things where in the back of my mind, no matter where I put it, no matter what happens, it will just break. And it's a shame where you know like vinyls are coming back into business and like everyone has a vinyl like everyone knows what a vinyl is now. It's a shame because no one puts the effort into the CRTVs because they're it's fair enough, because they're just awful to make. They are so heavy to make now. You can make a vinyl record, bring that back. But you can't bring back a CRT TV. There's no way. But that's that's the true that's way. That's the to way play. to experience it. It's the true way to play a Sega, Atari, and shit like that. But it's a forgotten past which I should forget as well. But I ain't, I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna do it. Yeah, I ain't gonna, gonna do it. <laughs> no, I think especially with tech, one of the things is that you're inevitably you're gonna run out of like i mean what's the last time that you actually saw like a proper arcade cabinet i want a pinball machine in like a uh, an arcade yes. proper art. and they're like a grand or two grand and you know what that's worth it like i say it's a piece of history and that value will only increase in value of what it means to the person that's bought it not how much it costs to sell again and if i had the room now i'd buy a i will man no um (laughs) but i do now technically have the room i just need to measure but the point is if i could get a pinball machine now i definitely would if i could buy an arcade machine i definitely would just one just one of them i don't Mm. need more than one is this i'm probably stuck i should move on i'm probably stuck in the past that i never lived but sue me cancel me i don't care (laughs) it's one of those things where i definitely love about gaming that's why i've never really upgrade pcs i downgrade my gaming i mean it's like a lot of the a lot of arcade cabinets are just like there are no surviving ones unless there's like a proper restoration project like i mean donkey kong like everyone used to like speedrun or get a high score even so that's that's obviously one preserved but for a lot of these classic games or a lot of these classic cabinets it's through things like emulation because those are the only way to experience them now exactly and that's what made and it only makes me want to get the original version more when Mm. i see all the if i was to buy like the new 30th anniversary mario on the switch oh yeah all stars i i really hate that i hate that that would just make me want to play it more like Mm. even when i was playing the playstation on my 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 tv my normal tv it just made me want to buy a crtv and go how was it how did i used to play it and it's it's probably not normal i don't know but i it i the more i see all these emulated versions the more i see backwards compatibility on the xbox one or the xbox series x 360 i want to feel the old controller i want to play it properly you know it's a shame that people have only people get emulated a lot of the time i I can happily say that there's some games out there which i'll buy because playing emulated is just wrong like you need to in my opinion you need to that makes sense to it really i do get that to an extent for a lot of it i'm very i'm pro emulator in the sense that well one for a lot of cases it's the only way that you can reasonably go out and experience a lot of these titles that and you get a lot of it's 
it's like one of the games that I've been playing recently is Sonic Riders, right? But it's not the original version. It's it's a modded version. So as in they've taken the disc image of like the GameCube version and they modified it to essentially make it esports viable, to make it like tournament viable. It's so much fun. And like when you get all the enhancements that come with emulators is like i can play I, I never thought that i'd be able to play one of these games from my childhood right. modified to be as fast as i thought it was for me i think it's, it's like it's games that i know okay so if there's a game like for example that i know i can't buy because it's just not available anywhere like it is that rare it, that does aggravate me for example there is this game which i have had and it was technically through a rom download but it was mcdonald it was a mcdonald's game <laughs> island it was for the genesis and he played as like ronald mcdonald it was a weird bloody game but it was quite cool and i remember seeing a review on it and i just thought i sort of fell in love with it and i managed to get it sort of on a emulated version for this emulated handheld console i had and that was the time i played it trying to find it it's like it's ridiculous it's literally like looking for a needle in a haystack and anyone that does it's like they're overcharging you it's like 100 quid and you're just like that's so way too much that's just crazy there does there's, there comes a point where it's just no longer feasible it's like okay you've got something rare here but don't get ahead yeah. of yourself and that's that frustrates me because i know i can't i can only play it emulated and boy have i and it's just it just doesn't feel right that is the that's the one issue with me. It, it, it doesn't it just doesn't feel right in my my mind yeah, I shouldn't be playing it like this. I'm, I should be truer to how it was originally played. Um, I did manage to get my hands on another McDonald's game, though. It was McDonald's Global Gal- uh, Gladiator. McDonald's Global Gladiator. That's a sentence. That's the game I bought and managed to find quite cheap on, on um, CX, funny enough, um, which was interesting. Yeah, CX actually holds like a, quite a few retro games. Oh, it's weird. Yeah. They don't hold McDonald's Treasure Island, though. Uh, um, not even worth it. <laughs> No, they don't. It's not even a search for it. No one's brought it in, and I'm like, why? Okay, but what do you think that... on emulators that like, or like emulated versions of games that actually improve it? Then, so it's like N64, uh, like FPS better and stuff like that. No, I mean N64 for example, for the control scheme, like having the controller, like the three pronged rocket ported to a modern controller, or just like having a game breaking bug fixed through an emulator. What's yeah. your thoughts on that? It's hard for me, right, because me personally i would rather i think anyone that wants to experience a better version 100 percent like go for the upgrade emulator version because they they're only a better version of what you already played so if you're happy enough if you have that nostalgia to play i don't know your favorite Mega Man, or you've seen this emulated version you've managed to get the emulated version that and it's the same experience just a better quality and a better overall you're still getting that nostalgia then live for it yeah 100 percent. but for me I tried my darn hardest to play it in the awful state that it was just because that's my nostalgia. That's how yeah. I re- 100% remember it. But there's people who play, just want to experience what the game was like, but want to experience it if it was released like today, you know? Mm. I think that is that's what you meant. Like, that's how I... Um, yeah, I know that I you're, from what we've talked about it, is that you're not, not so much a purist, but you value the authentic, like original do, experience yeah. a lot more. I think if anyone was to tell me that you're, I'm like oh well, this is stupid i'd be like how like i remember mm. my mate when i went i was like oh i'm gonna buy the xbox series x and all that he was like oh i might get the digital one and i turned around to him and i wasn't like i wasn't like how bloody dare you but i was like oh fair enough i'm i personally want the disc one because i yeah. know i want to 
want to buy discs. And he turns around to me and just goes, what's the point in that, though? What do you mean, what's the point in buying discs? Yeah. Firstly, cheaper through than being a disc physical form. And secondly, I don't want... How many? How often do you think about Blockbuster? Be honest. You know? I, no, I, do, I do still think about Blockbuster every now and again. I've recently bought Coraline uh, yesterday prime to watch and that upsets me because i want to rent it and it's the same thing it's like i don't want to see a market of discs deplete because people have all gone digital sure it's a new norm but while it's still around yeah. i want to try and be a part of that as much as i can anything can be digital but having it physically and like as a, as a copy itself mm. that holds a lot more purpose yeah it holds a lot more value in that sense yeah and i just said to him i was like while the digital market's booming i want to still be part of the disc market because i don't want to see it deplete like blockbuster and he just turns around and goes don't get it okay i was like that and you get into the realm of if everything's digital it's like you don't have the ownership of it but that's a whole can of worms that i'll probably forget to cover next episode and on that note i should probably call it because i'm gotta get ready for work oh yes yes (laughs) but no thank you to everyone for watching George do you have any closing remarks guys keep gaming don't keep buy Chromebooks <laughs> don't buy um, thank you very much for watching hopefully yeah. you've made it this far and if you have uh, we'll see you hopefully see you in the next one I believe with that you, ben, right? PCs aren't all that scary when you think about it <laughs> they're definitely not be sure to like and subscribe all of the generic YouTuber stuff that I have to say in order for the algorithm to love me. And we'll see you again next time. We'll probably be talking about, we'll talk about Google Stadia. That people like dumping on Google Stadia. I'll try and remember that for next episode. Sweet one. See you later, guys. Thank you. Take care, all.